cut this part, but if you guys don't cover the Thundercats theme, I'm going to be real upset. Real upset. Well, prepare to be upset. Let's do it. I don't know what the Thundercats theme song sounds like. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Kemen. He's a 7'9 half-giant, a fearbolg with dusty blue skin, floppy sheep-like ears, and he's dressed in hippie clothes, tie-dye and cutoffs and Birkenstocks. He plays the washtub bass in Dream Lancer, but he probably needs an upgrade. Uh... Long-scale electric, maybe? Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'll be playing Staff. Staff is a changeling bard going around as the shifter named Scrapper. She is the guitar player for Dream Lancer, and she has pointy ears, kind of like a cat. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountains, a bard in search of stories to bring back to her snow leopard clans, whenever she's ready to kick back and put her furry paws up and stop adventuring. This tabaxi uke player is praying to the cat lord that this next adventure won't cover her in goo. And today we have a guest. It's Denny. Want to introduce your character and yourself? Hi, I'm Denny. I'll be playing Apophis of the Iron Skull. Apophis is a Leonin totem of the bear barbarian from the Theros campaign setting. Apophis is six foot five with a yellow fur and an orange mane. He has a talking sword named Corona that speaks celestial, a language he doesn't. His favorite food is chocolate, despite being severely allergic to it. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour. The gang tried to get information from bearded devils subjugating the citizenry of the town of Clendell, but they only seemed to make matters worse. In order to reduce casualties, the gang has decided to explore the church at the center of town. We join them as they attempt to enter. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. I'm having this um very lucid moment. It feels like Nora has played in one of my campaigns before, and I've never had this experience where someone understood the world before. It's very it's touching to me because usually people are like, well, what would they be doing in a factory? Sounds nefarious. And then you're like, we go in the bubblegum factory. And I'm like, they're making bubblegum. And you guys are like, sounds nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> Is it evil bubblegum? <laughs> I'm just saying, you told us about the barbershop that we clearly weren't supposed to go into, and we busted right in there, so we didn't 100% yeah, understand well, okay. what you were Excuse going for. Excuse us, we thought we were going to die from floating off into space. <laughs> Thanks, Apophis. 
that was that horse. Basically, we should be asking ourselves which building we want to burn down next. <laughs> I think church. the church. I think the church is the one. I agree. Uh, yeah, let's do it. We go back to the church. Uh, yeah. The front door is locked. I look uh, up. Are there windows that are open? I scout around the outside Probably, yeah. of the building. I fist the lock. Send your friend Raven up there to yeah. check out the windows. All right. Roll that. Wait. Up, up office. Roll a like a knowledge check, maybe. All right. I'm great at those. How's a knowledge check? How can you be Just good at a knowledge check? Because it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is it called history? now? History. It's not history. Roll an investigation check. Nine. Okay, you fist the lock. What are you doing? I looked for windows that are open. You found one. All right, I telepathically, I'm like, hey, Crow. Yeah. See that window up there? And I point up. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, Go up there and sit on the ledge like you're just, just a bird. Yeah, I am a bird. Yeah, just look like a bird. And sit up there. And, like, look down inside. Okay. He used to be way more worldwise than he is now. Yeah, he's real dumb. He got dumber. Did he? Yeah, he was yeah, a smart ass. Yeah, he sure did. Probably from hanging out with the party, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> he used to be, like, a smoker smart ass. And now he's just, like, dumb as shit. Oh, I'll have to re-listen to those episodes. Okay, he goes up? Yeah. All right, I look through his eyes, and I listen through his ears. All right. Inside the church, the entire place is desecrated. All the pews are knocked over. There are, like, dead people all over. Around the outside edges, there are, like, people that are crucified upside down. There's, like, demonic writing all over the walls. Like, the holy symbols of the temple are, like, shattered and, like, desanctified. What's that word to mean? Desecrated. In the very center of the church, there's this enormous sarcophagus that's being suspended from the ceiling with these four gigantic chains. Gigantic, like, maybe arm thickness chains. Mm -hmm. Do they have locks on them? Nope. Are there devils around that I can see? Uh, just There's some imps, but no other devils you see. What do I hear? It's actually pretty quiet. Maybe some moans of, like, tortured people. Maybe some of the crucified people are still alive and the imps are like stabbing them with like hot metal things and like <laughs> and like oh god. All right, I tell Crow to come back down and I tell everybody what I saw. That's horrible. Yeah. And we could like walk around the back and see if there's a door that's not changed shut in the back. Well, Wendy's already around the back cuz she was walking yeah, around I'm the scouting. building scoping. Sick. Every door to the building is locked with a chain. But most of them are just like regular looking chains. Only that front one is that enormous one. I report back to the team and tell them that all the other doors are locked, but they're not as big chains. I want to inspect this gigantic lock. Roll an investigation check. I'll investigate it too. Yo, same. Are the windows like normal church windows that are like higher up a little bit? Yep. Uh, I got a seven. I got a ten. I got a nine. All right. Yeah, it looks like a lock, guys. Uh, you guys want me to oh, knock on it? I'll pick it. Get my thieves tools out. Yeah, let's try the silent option first, big guy. Isn't this the huge one that, like, you reach your hand into? Yeah. I don't know if you need thieves tools. I just reach my hand in and I pick it. All right, do it. Roll. I think you still roll a thieves kit. Do you use your own arm as, like, the tension? You're, like, holding it? Yeah. All right. I don't know. What'd you get? I got a 22. All right, staff opens the lock with his forearm. Uh, yeah. They call me old key arm. Do you need help, like, lifting it up and over the chain? I need your help 
how do you add titles to your name? Like how you have so many? Oh, like um, I like just do something cool and then I just add it. You know, you think I could be like Scrapper the, the Lock giant, Master? It'd be like Scrapper the Giant Lockpick Master. Yeah, that's what I would add. Or what about like Scrapper Pick Arm? Yeah. Or Key Fist. Key, key fist. fist. Scrapper Key Fist. It's pretty cool. But uh, do you need help? Like seriously lifting the lock though. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm barely gonna help at all. Team effort. Team effort. I'll help Apophis. Are we ruling each, or are we just doing the advantage thing? I have like zero strength. I have a plus three strength. I think you should take my plus three. I don't have zero. I have way more than that. I have a ten strength. Okay. I'm gonna rule. Are we waiting? No. Go ahead. All right. I'm gonna rule a strength check. So I got fifteen on it actually. Okay. Yeah. You get the lock off the chain that's on the door. All right. Do you guys want to be invisible when we go in? I've never been invisible before. I don't know if that'll help us. I do think sneaking in is a good idea, so maybe it is a good idea. But hear me out. Let's open up that pamphlet again before we go in. Are we sitting on the church steps reading through a pamphlet yeah, about I devils? Just real the, quick. Just I just want to read the chain devil one. Are they weak to anything? I think we asked that before, but... like we Maybe we should have a plan. I'm afraid when we go in here to desecrate this coffin and re-sanctify the church, it's not going to go... I don't think he's going to let us. So maybe we should tie the coffin up with a rope or something so he can't get out. Yeah, what if our plan isn't to re-sanctify the church, but just to get rid of the devils? I don't... I don't should I roll a religion check to know if that makes sense? Don't you just have to... If you get rid of the devils, doesn't that re-sanctify it? <laughs> uh, you probably need like a priest to come in and... like. You need some sort of frankincense and myrrh and burning. Holy oil, saffron, and water, and stuff. Yeah, every church is different depending on the deity it worships. What deity was this one? Does it? Is there a way we could know from looking at the church? Yeah, roll a knowledge religion. I just rolled a regular religion. Fine, roll a religion. Seventeen. Six. As an atheist, no, I'm not rolling. I rolled poorly. All right, Brayden, tell me what god this church worships and what their holy symbol is. Do you need the god book? Nope. He doesn't get it. Everybody knows it's the best of all the gods. Garl Glittergold. The gnomish god. In the start of this human town. It's a mining town. That's why they have the metal resources to make chains. Yeah, dude. We didn't find the mines yet, but I'm sure they're around. Have to be. All right, this is uh, Clendel, the human town that worships Garl Glittergold. It can happen. I thought it was K. It started with a K, not a G. It's Carl Glittergold. No. Yeah, okay. All right. His younger brother, Carl Glittergold, he's not into gold mining. He's into iron mining. Yeah. But he's also more serious. He's not He's not one of those trickster gods. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's not like the Snuggie. No, Carl Glittergold's into, like, pranks and stuff. Oh, is he? Yeah. Carl Glittergold's into chocolate. Carl Glittergold's into gifting chocolate and candles to your friends and family. I can get behind this religion. And actually. candles that smell like chocolate. Yeah, chocolate-flavored candles is number one. Definitely going to try that. Uh, then he's going to go back to his group, and he's going to be like, my guy's not an atheist anymore. Now he worships <laughs> Carl Glittergold. Carl with a K. We have a god who sells gyros in, in that campaign. It's pretty good. That's a pretty smart yeah, idea. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. We actually got one of his servants or whatever on our ship to just provide us with gyro meat as we sail the seas. So, yeah, good times. But that servant always calls it gyro meat, and you're like, no, it's gyro meat. And he's like, it's, it's gyro meat. Like from Europe? No. <sighs> it's meat made out of money. 
Do you think we should like tie the sarcophagus? Do you think that the barbed devil is, I mean, the chain devil is inside of the sarcophagus? That's my guess. How high off the ground is the sarcophagus? Did you say? Um, let me think. So the ceiling of this church is probably like 25 feet. He's hanging like in the middle-ish. So he's probably like eight feet off the ground. The sarcophagus is huge. It's like a 10 foot tall sarcophagus. So I guess he's lower. It's more than, I say it was 25 feet. And it's like, I say it's a 10 foot sarcophagus. So it's 15. It's like seven and a half feet off. Say it's eight feet off the ground. Boom. I nailed it. We could say it's a nine foot sarcophagus. That makes it exactly there. You're happier, Emily. Do we keep changing the numbers so you keep erasing them? Yeah. Well, how many feet are on the top? From the ceiling to the sarcophagus is eight. And then the sarcophagus is nine. And then there's eight. Unless you want a 10 foot sarcophagus, I'm willing to trade a foot on top. So it's seven, 10, eight. No, eight, nine, and eight. Okay. I drew one too. I don't, I understand that when I said they were crucified upside down, you drew like upside down crucifixes because that's what that would like mean, right? But I immediately for some reason was thinking like the cross crucifixes, like the X's, not like the T's. And so it's still just an X, but their body's upside down. And that's just my, that's in my brain. Yours, your drawing's great. I just put KG for Carl Glittergold, aka Night Nashers. Yes. KG is the recurring theme this year. I don't have any special plan ideas. I feel like maybe okay. we could get like holy water or something. We could tie the sarcophagus shut with rope and then I could shatter it repeatedly. Yeah. How much rope do we have? I have 50 feet of rope. I pull my bag off my back and dig through it. I got 50 feet of rope. I've got some rope. I don't have any rope. Oh, I could conjure a bunch of animals inside of there too. Inside the sarcophagus. I do want everyone to remember that this sarcophagus is huge. It's not just 10 feet tall. It's also like wide. Oh, we tie all of our ropes together. Also, sarcophagus might not be the best descriptor. It's just like this giant metal. Like, oh, it's metal? Yeah. Just heat metal on that. What if we just cut the ropes and give him like a real startle? He like hits the ground all pissed off. They're chains, not ropes. Yeah, cut yeah, the chains. Yeah, just heat whatever. metal on the whole box. Oh, he's a devil. He probably likes that. We need to freeze it. Do you have freeze metal, Scrapper? Almost. I'm trying to do study on it, but it's hard to keep up with my guitar scales and to study freeze metal as a new spell. I mean, we don't think there's anything we want in that sarcophagus. We think there's a devil. Why don't I just shatter it? And then we got the jump yeah, on Yeah, I him. think we should tie it shut so we can't get out once you sh and you can just keep shattering them over and over. Okay, well, let's try it with the rope. We can tie our ropes together and then can Crow carry it over the top and we'll just tie it on the bottom? Yeah, how much can a raven carry? Um, Like less than a pound. Should we remove anybody that's alive out of the building before we mess with the sarcophagus? Or do you want to just... Burn them alive. What's one more dead citizen who gives a shit? Oh, I well, the imps are probably going to see us as soon as we go in. Yeah. They've probably seen us already. But they haven't, like, blown up anything. They've definitely seen us walk into, you know, but if we start just removing people real quick, like firefighters. I, I know that we got to make a decision and make it happen. I say we just go in. I cast heat metal on the sarcophagus right at the same time as Wendy casts shatter on the sarcophagus. And then we just hold on to our butts. We do our best. Yeah. To be honest and fair. And friendly and helpful. Mm -hmm. And try not to kill too many people. Is this the Care Bear Code? What's no. going on? <laughs> it's the Girl, Girl Scout. Scout. Oh. I will do my best to be honest and fair. Friendly and helpful. Considerate and caring. Courageous and strong. And something Responsible else. for what I say and do. Say and do. 
Boom, boom, boom. I'll right. also try to respect authority. What? What? I put my hand in. Yeah, I put my paw in. We look at Wendy. I put my paw on top. We look at Kevin. I put my paw on top and you I don't cast. don't have a paw. And he, he said hand. That's a weird cat. I use my changeling ability to polymorph into the way a shifter looks when it's mutated. So it's more like a half, like a wear cat. This is so trippy, guys. Disguised self as a cat, as a cat person, <laughs> right. the cat crew. But I look like a panther, so I look like a different kind. Because you're a leopard, a leopard. leopard. You're a lion. What are you? Kind of looking like a weirdo, just like a regular like a tabby house cat. cat, like a tabby cat. Okay, like snarf. Yep. I look like a panther, and then I lower my hand and I say me. Yeah. <laughs> then we sneak in the building. I got a 19, if that's a thing that, <laughs> yeah, that matters. I got a 21. <laughs> Stealth. I got a 21 also. Yo. Just not 20, done it. 22. All right, you sneak in. You hide behind some furniture real quick. I want to like get next to the scrapper and be like, okay, we're ready to cast this. You want to do like a one, two, three kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. One, two. Now we all roll initiative, and then all my people are surprised. This is how surprise works. Yeah, you're one person. There's like 25 imps in here. They're not going to mess with us. I'm going to rage now because I'm not taking a bunch of explosions to my face. 19 initiative. You're showing a 20 to us. What was on the top of the die? I rolled a 20 million on my initiative. I got a 10. I got a 19 on initiative as well. My die doesn't go up that high. You need to roll a 20 million sided die. Yeah, it's really lucky for you. I got a 14. But they're surprised, right? So they just go first after the surprise hit. Yeah, yeah. so combat breaks out. They're all surprised. So what they're going to do for their turn is become unsurprised. Okay. Then what do you guys do? All right, I cast Heat Metal. It just now occurred to me that, does that spell just do fire damage? Like, is it going to even hurt them? As I turn up the heat, breathe in the smell A sweet seared meat praise Royal roast Sear in a pot Or kettle anywhere Heat metal It does all fire damage? Yeah, it does all fire damage Alright, what's the save? It only has to save if it doesn't get rid of the thing that's burning it So, like, this, so it just does that damage And if they... Decide to not give. Oh, rid there's of it. no save. Yeah, then there's a Constitution save to hold on to it. Oh, you can normally cast on things they're holding. Yeah, I'm gonna rage. My rage can't contain me. It's there to sustain me. You can try to bait me. But if it doesn't face me, you're still 
wanna slay me? You can try to pay me, but I ain't cheap, baby. And then I'm gonna run over and um, stab two imps. Two separate imps. I'm, we're gonna work on one first. Okay. Does a 27 hit an imp? Yes. 17 damage. All right. Um, Abophis just like bashes an imp into dust and it goes and it fades off. Back to hell whence you came. All right. If I can, if I have the movement, I'm going to get, try to get another one. I nat 20 on an imp. That's so brutal. Actually, it's not as bad as you think. Um, 10 damage. Still dies. I wrote a one and a two. Fuck wow. me, right? Yeah, it was bad. On a crit. That just seems wrong. Yeah, let's pass a law. Yeah, if you hadn't critted that, it would have lived. <laughs> right? If you do a critical damage, then if you roll a one, then you either get $20 from the DM or you get to re-roll it. I'm okay with that. Unless you're the DM. That one also dies. But that one, you like slash it right in the jugular, but like almost no oil comes out and it grabs its neck and it like holding on and it like almost lives. Despite being slashed in the jugular. Did it, like, have a delayed fall, kind of like a samurai movie? Yeah, it started to, like, swing its claw. It was like, I'm gonna get you. And barely, barely dies from this critical slash in the jugular. That's my turn. All right, Fearbolg. Okay, I run so that I'm close to as many imps as possible. Uh, within, What's your move speed? Within 10 feet. I can run 30 feet. Now, this building's not that big. I'm going to say you can probably get, like, at least six around... Wait, in 10-foot radius? Yeah. So, if you tried really hard and did some quick calculations with your brain, I think you can find a good spot to get, like, nine or ten... Let's say ten of them. All right, I'm going to try and do that. I run to a spot where I'm not going to have my friends, and I'm going to cast Earth Tremor. Okay. I'm going to cast it as a level three spell. Whoa. Did I get a save? Dexterity. My spell save DC is 16. Well, tell me how much damage it does. 10. Okay. Your tremor hits two of them and they just collapse under the rubble and get mixed in with the dirt before they uh, vanish off to the nine hells. But eight of them flap their wings and get above the earth tremor. Just in time. Lucky. Is all of that difficult terrain now? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> awesome. It's kind of like the farther end of the uh, church. Okay. I cast shatter on the sarcophagus. When I get really worked up, I make quite a clatter. Stomping and raging about until we resolve the matter. And it's high enough up that I think I can just hit that and not hit anybody else. Well, I don't know. What's the radius on that? It's a 10-foot radius. Okay. I bet you can probably hit like uh, two or three imps and the sarcophagus if you put it in the right place. Okay, I'll do that. It's a spell save of 15 and 26 damage. But if they fail, they still take half. All right. One of the imps. Fails at saving and is just completely obliterated going back to the nine levels of hell. The other one saves and dies anyway because that's how weak they are. Also, you hear the thunder crash on top of the sarcophagus. 
I want to inspire my friend, the fear bulb. Hey, you, you're pretty cool. And I think the world of you. So let's take a drink and give it a thing. This time your aim should be true. Thanks. All right. The sarcophagus begins to glow hot red from the heat metal. The shroud that's covering the sarcophagus is hanging on top of it. Bursts into flame. The flames lick it to pieces. Underneath it, you see, just because you're on this side of it, there are two large keyholes. One of them has a yellow square above it, and one of them has a teal triangle. Oh, maybe this is not containing a person. Maybe we have to go inside there. I have the teal key. I have the yellow one. But if you went past it and you're looking at the back, then there's also a purple and a red keel with um, like a octagon or something. I think I wrote it down. We should just use our keys and then pick the red one. I'm a little bit worried. Maybe um, we just assume this is like a big bad guy in here. But like, what if like the mayor and the townsfolk are all inside? Sucks to be them. Do we hear screaming from the inside? No. Not anymore. Then, a bunch of imps start charging at you in different directions, jumping at the barbarian and exploding. So the three of you are still standing together, right? But the barbarian's up by itself. I ran away. We were hiding behind something, sneakily. I don't have to get up to cast Shatter. You have to see it. Okay, I peeked around the corner. And they know where it came from, because you sang a song. I was really, but then there was a giant shatter, so, like, they don't know shit. Yeah, I think you're right, Ed. I think that your layout is correct. Yeah, I'm definitely not being sneaky. And I ran to the other side to go try and kill a bunch. Three of them run over to the barbarian and explode. Roll three reflex saves. Not 20. Doesn't matter on a reflex save. 10 for the second one. Uh, 18 for the third one. So, in your rage... You take half damage from all damage sources? Yeah, except for Psychic. So it would completely negate two of them if I saved. It doesn't half and half? That's not how this works? I think that Denny's right, but you should look it up if you care to know what everybody else thinks, or you can just make up a roll, because you're the DM. Like, I don't think you take quarter damage. All right. The one that you failed, you take six damage. Well, you take three damage. That's crazy. Just like, and then just three damage. Like, all right, guys. All right, at least two people believe you take quarter damage. This forum generally agrees you take quarter damage. Okay. But who knows if it's right. We're going to go with quarter damage, because I think that makes more sense to That's me. That's fine, yeah. This one is six, which is uh, two damage. This one is also six, which is two damage. All right. All right, then three imps run over and dive on the pile of the three of you, and they all explode. Who's the three of us? All right, one explodes on the fear bulb, and two run over and explode on the two of you. What am I rolling? A reflex save. What is that? I don't just make it up. Just roll die 20 and then subtract 15 and that's your reflex save. Suck a dick. You lose because you're a bitch. 11. I got a negative five. All right. Roll a dexterity save then. Is yours still 11? Uh, here. Let me do mine again. I hope you get less than 11 for 20. being an asshole. I got an 18. Wendy. I got a 12. All right. 
Fearbulk, you take two damage. Scrapper, you take three. Wendy, you take six. Oh, uh, Scrapper and Wendy each have to roll two reflex saves. I got an 18 the second time, also. I got an 11. Scrapper, you take four. Wendy, you take seven. Wendy, aren't you supposed to be, like, sneaky and stealthy? An acrobatic. An acrobatic. Yeah. What's the deal? Listen, I'm the only one that did any damage to that sarcophagus so far, so I don't want to hear it. The rest of the imps just vanish. They don't vanish. They turn invisible and run away. Arguably, that's, like, what the word vanish means. Yeah, I just don't want to hear any weird semantic arguments about, like... Wait, wait, wait. You you love love semantic arguments. I do. All right, let's do it. I mean, now I don't want to. All right, good. I'm glad. I tricked you. I tricked you all. Then the sarcophagus rises from its weightiness on the chains, and the four chains begin to move like arms and begin walking it forward. Wait a minute. It was on the chains or it was hanging from the chains? It was hanging from the chains. So, they so unhook- it's walking on the ceiling? The end of the chain ends in like a cuff, like a shackle, and the shackle is like working like a hand to like monkey bar across the roof. Got it. Then it whips one of its chains down and swats at the barbarian. Cutting words. Piercing and quick, my tongue with a flick will cut you right down. Did I eat? Mm-hmm. It's a D20. Yeah. Get out of here. What are you, level 50? Yeah, level 50 bard. Level 10 idiot. Does a 14 hit you? No. And then it swings another one of its chains at the fear bulb. Cutting words. My words are poison leaching into your soil. You can't resist them no matter how you toil. Does a 21 hit you? Yeah, just a little. You take 10 slashing damage because the chains also grew razors out of them. Yikes. Yo. How do chains grow razors? I was just going to ask. Magically. Use a reaction to grab the chain and like ride it up. Or can I like twist my head so it like shaves a little bit before it hurts? I just want to look good when I go out of this world, you know? You think shaving a random bit of you looks yeah, good? Yeah, I can tell that you've never actually shaved your face based on this action. Also, like, when someone <laughs> swings a razor at you, you don't usually, like, try to show your neck to the razor. Like, that's <laughs> Maybe that's why I took 10 damage. Maybe. Maybe. I lost a sixth of my hit points. You're also grappled. Well, no, actually, roll either an acrobatics or an athletics check to try to not be grappled. 21. All right. Well, you don't get grappled. Nice. But what was it? Athletics or acrobatics? It was definitely athletics. I'm very athletic. I am not very acrobatic. Have you met me? Yeah. We're in a band together. We know everybody's secrets. I'm also athletic. All right, Scrapper. Is it my turn? He looked at Nora, though. Yeah. Which was confusing. confusing. Yeah. He went like this. I'm I'm just twisting my neck. I'll twist your neck for you, buddy. Don't worry. (laughs) Come on over here. All right, I'm going to stop concentrating on heat metal because I think that this is bad for us. And then I want to try to climb up there and put my key in the thing. Does it seem like a possibility to climb up that chain? Um, So the chains are going to the ceiling. Oh, that's right. 
Wait, wait. Two of them swatted at party members. Yeah. Can I jump on them? Yeah. How covered in razors are they? They're fairly covered in razors. Can I do it like past where the razors are, or are they covered the whole way up with razors? Uh, the bits of only bits of it are razors. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna not just not touch the razor part. I would just like to add that the sarcophagus is only eight feet off the ground, the bottom of it. So like you could theoretically jump up. How hard can you jump? It real high. I could just reach it. Yeah. I mean, you're like six foot something, aren't you? Yeah, just reach up and turn. Yeah, I'm almost six feet tall. Wait, the keyhole's not in the bottom of the sarcophagus. Yeah, but you, can't you, like, grab it and then climb up it? How am I going to grab it? Isn't it, like, a sheer metal thing? You know what? This is a lack of description well, it's issue. Also, he, he, it's also heated. No, I stopped. Okay. I stopped heating it. It instantly cooled off. Because magic. That's how it works. Because it's magic. Are you sure? Yes. Give us more description of his sarcophagus, Ed. Yeah, is it person-shaped? No. It's shaped more like an obelisk. What's like, an obelisk for the listeners? Because I know what that is. I don't think the word obelisk actually helps describe anything. So don't worry about it. It's like a long rectangle with a pointy bit on it. Is it like coffin shaped? It's kind of coffin shaped. But like, so instead of like, when you think of like a human coffin, which I'm sure most of the coffins you've ever seen are human coffins. Almost every single one. Is this what the picture looked like in the pamphlet of what a chain devil looks like? No. Okay. Not at all. They're like humanoid. They have arms and legs, but then they have like a veil of chains and like chains all over them. That's cute. No. Cute? It's not. Ellie, we brought you here because we care about you. It's time for an intervention. Monsters are not cute. Yeah, they are. It depends on which one. Some of them are. Yeah. Mm. Medusa's not cute. How's that the one that's not cute? Because you can't look at her. They're definitively ugly. Like, that's their, their truth. I mean, you can look at it, right? It's like you can't you make eye contact. Anyway, three quarters up itself has a neck that's like the thickest part of it. And then it like tapers toward the bottom and toward the top. But it tapers faster toward the top to make an equal size top and bottom. But unlike any human coffin you're normally used to, so like the sides are sides, but the top is angled and the bottom's angled. So the cross section would be more like a six-sided figure that's squished a little bit. And the bottom, instead of being just flat, is now like a six-sided pyramid that all goes to a point. And the thing is like jet black, like wrought iron, cold looking, except for now it's super hot looking, except for now it's not hot anymore. It's real like slick, like there are no edges or anything. And it looks more like some strange, like obsidian monolith, except for like it's iron. So it's nine more like feet an iron. tall. Yeah, yeah. How feet? How many feet wide and how many feet thick is it? It's probably almost five feet wide at its thickest. Because the top and bottom, the like what would be top and bottom if it were laying down, but are now the front and back of it because it's standing up, hanging vertically. Because the front and back of it are like angled. It's like almost circular in a, like a cross section, except for it's like a hexagon, generally. Which cross section is hexagonal and which cross section is circular? <sighs> All right. When I say... If you drew a line from the highest point to the lowest point, would you say that it's radially symmetrical around that line, around that axis? No. Oh. Wait. Does radially s- symmetrical mean to be a circle? Yeah. Like a cylinder? Yeah. It's not a cylinder. Yeah, I know, because it tapers towards the top point and the bottom point. And every cross-section that way would be like a hexagon. But not a regular hexagon, like a squished hexagon. Yeah, yeah, So like yeah. an oval hexagon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I would say, the only reason I said circle is because it's like more round than square. 
but it's at more hexagon. It's only because it's standing up now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like a four-armed monkey swinging its way. Like all monkeys, four-armed monkeys? I feel like they have two legs and two arms. I'm pretty sure they have two legs. All right. And all the chains come from like the midpoint or higher of this thing. When I say midpoint, I mean the big neck, the like thickest part. Uh, That's where the arms come from. It's where the chains that were, it was supported by come from. Yeah. So one keyhole is now higher than the other. No. They're They're all all about halfway up it. Where the chains attach to it. Was this vertically when we walked in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This entire time I thought it was horizontal until it started moving. So did I. No, I got you. Okay. I see where you could think that. All right. Okay. Everyone on the same page? Where are the keyholes at? Like They're halfway up. Halfway up, okay. Are we trying to get inside of there, you think? Yeah. I want to climb up that chain. Okay. The one that's swatted. The one that's swatted at the fear bulb that's on the ground now. Okay. And so I jump up and I climb up the chain. All right, roll an athletics check. 15. You jump on it, but it slips out of your hand and you fall back to the ground. What the crap? Are you serious? Yeah. All right. It's my turn. Unless that was that just my movement? Yeah, you could still do an action. They're, they're, all the imps are dead, right? Or gone. Yeah, I was. Uh, that's my turn. I don't have anything else to do. Okay, well, up office. Syllables, man. Syllable office. So there's nothing to kill in front of me within 45 feet? That's not a party member? No, just a sarcophagus. I'm climbing the chain. All right, roll an acrobatics check. I got 20. All right, you grab the chain and you climb up. Are you going to the keyhole? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, my keyhole, the teal key. All right. Can I use my action to turn the key? Yeah, you shove the teal key in. It makes a large clunk. Then the key evaporates and the keyhole stops being teal and starts beaming out bright white light. Nice. Do I have anything like the, to grip onto now that the key's vanished? You're still holding the chain. Okay, cool. Unless you want to jump off. No, I'll hang up here. Okay. Maybe get them to like throw me the keys or whatever. Do you lose your rage then? How high am I? Uh, eight plus half a nine, 13 and a half feet. I fall. Give me fall damage, please. Five damage, which is three because of your bear totem. Thank you. Fearbolg. I cast Dimension Door. Okay. Inside the car- sarcophagus. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick. Tell me what Dimension Door does. It doesn't create an actual door. You just go there. I teleport myself from my current location to any other spot within range. It's a, it can be a place I can see, one I can visualize, or one I can describe by seeing the distance and direction. What happens if that space is occupied? You and any creature traveling with you each take 4d6 force damage, and it fails to teleport me. Okay. Seventeen damage. I'm not going with her. Well, I would have to like ask you to come. The inside of the sarcophagus is occupied. Did I see anything? So here's what happens. You open your dimension door and you slip through it and you appear inside the sarcophagus, but there's like a six and a half foot tall human in there. Well, humanoid in there that just looks like this ugly burnt person covered in wrappings. And chains, and they go like, oh my, what the, oh, oh." and then uh, your bones crush each other a little bit, and then you get shoved back through your dimension door. Thanks. Do you have dark vision? 
think you do. I don't know. I don't think I do. I thought everyone in D&D had dark vision. No. No. I think the rule is that if you have it, you have to shout it at the DM whenever they mention any type of darkness. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I don't do that, so I don't think that I have. All right, well, you didn't see that. You just felt another person in Did there. Did I hear someone go, oh, uh, uh. Yeah, but they said it in um, Infernal, but, like, you got the gist. Okay. <laughs> I pop back out, and I'm like, guys, there's someone in there. Yo. Um. Oh, and I'm going to inspire Wendy. Okay. Did I feel like my last shatter, like, did anything? Did I see, like, pieces fall off the sarcophagus? I mean, it hit the sarcophagus, but, like, based on things that you've shattered in the past and the size of the sarcophagus, maybe how big you think whatever's inside it might be, you think that this is, like, a lot of metal, and it has, like, whatever the real-world equivalent is to, like, very many hit points. You're convinced that if you shattered this thing enough, it would definitely break, but it's going to be like uncountable shatters. So it did do damage to it, but the amount of damage it did is like almost not worth mentioning. I think I want to summon my face spirit. cast a mirthful fae what's a mirthful fae um the fae can force one creature it can see within 10 feet of it to make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save dc unless the save succeeds the target is charmed by you and the fae for one minute or until the target takes any damage does the fae have to see it yes um so i'm going to cast it and then i'm just going to tell it to take the dodge action for the next turn okay the sarcophagus takes the chains that are hanging it from the ceiling and it brings them down to the ground and uses it to support it like feet. And it swings the chains it swung at the Fearbolg and at the Barbarian and it swings them again. This one is for Apophis. Apophis. I don't know. Holy moly. That doesn't hit. That hits, buddy. I don't even need to know your number because there's one number on the die that makes it always hit. You take 12 damage, so 6 slashing damage, and roll a... It's trying to grapple you, so roll a um, athletics or a... Are we doing like opposing strengths? Nope. Okay. You're going against my DC. 10. All right. It grapples you. begins to squeeze you with its razors on its chain. It swings at the fear bulg. Does a 23 hit you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't double your damage. Hold the fuck on. Well, Fearbolt, quickly take 11 damage and roll uh, acrobatics or athletics to get out of the grapple. Barbarian, you also take six. Three more is half of six. 20 athletics. You escape the chain that tries to grab you. Uh, Staff. I got to get up there to the top of the pile. So I climb up the chain again. But this time I do it good. The ones it's using as legs don't have razors all over them. I go up one of those. Okay. This is athletics. Yep. 
I got an 11. Uh, you don't make Are it, you though. inspired? No. No one inspired me. I'm sorry, Brayton. I could have done that. Because no one likes me. That's and true. No one stayed at the top, so I could throw my key up to them. <laughs> uh, have a rapier. <laughs> I mean, you still like you could still throw your key to somebody as a bonus action that you think might be better at climbing up the sarcophagus. Simply by rolling better dice. I'm the best. Last time anybody else tried to do it, they got hurt. Okay. I want to throw my key to Wendy, okay. the best climber in the bunch. It's true. She climbed through a window once. I saw it. That's true. We've seen it with our ears. It's on a chain, so it's easy to catch. Do I need to? No, you just catch it. Okay. Apophis. I'm going to try to break the grapple and then re-grapple it. <laughs> okay. What? Oh, hey, take two dice six damage at the beginning of your turn. It's nine. You take half of that, which is five. Oh, just pull it down to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to try to do. You could do that. You're gra- like, you're both grappled right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, as we're grappled, I'm going to just grab the chain. Like, if it's like around my like, oh, I'm Who's sorry. Who's both it's- grappled? So me and the sarcophagus, the sarcophagus and I are grappled. So I was just going to reach up and grab the chain and pull it down. So is that another athletics? Uh, No, no. We're going to roll post strength checks. Okay. 14. I win. I, I guess it's my turn, I think. I fear bold. Okay, I can cast a cantrip, you said, on my turn? I didn't say that, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> what a weird question. Am I allowed to take an action? When else would you cast a cantrip besides on your turn? <laughs> on your turn. No. Nope. When we're not in combat. Generally speaking, you can't Wait, Some do cantrips it. can be cast as reactions. Yeah. Having you ever played D&D before, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Step one, I cast Toll of the Dead. On whatever creature's inside of that stupid box of chain arms. Okay. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear me break the news to you. I've got necrosis ready to toll decay chimes at noon. He's hurt too, so I think it's a D12, yeah? For my next trick, I see if he gets any damage. Does he get a saving throw? Yeah, it's wisdom against 16. And I'm going to cutting words his ability. You don't need to. Okay. So I win? Uh, Define win. I get to roll my 2d12s? Yeah, roll some dice. And you're going to say he's dead now? Depends. Seven damage. Why do you get two of them? It says I get two. Because we're like 100 levels. Holy damn. You hear some weird noise inside the coffin. You assume something happened. Nice. For my next trick, I'm going to cast... Wait, which which locks do I know we have holes for? I have the yellow key. Can I tell which one's red? Yeah, there's like a red, like... But can I tell which is red? It's obvious, right? Oh, the red one is one of those ones. It looks like pinkish to you, but yeah. You just can't see the difference between the yellow and the blue. Yeah, okay. Um, I look for the red one and I cast knock on that hole. How does knock affects magic locks, right? Mm-hmm. Do they just get a save or something? No, I just win. It just wins they magic unlocks locks? unlocks for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it permanently unlocks like a standard lock. Mm-hmm. All right, you cast knock. The keyhole begins glowing white light out of it. That's the end of my turn. Let's go. So I'm going to try and climb the chain. Okay. 
Oh, crap. I got a nine. Are you sure she's better at climbing Wait, than you? Wait, can I use my bardic inspiration? Yeah, it's you're probably not going to help, You're inspired. Huh? Roll an eight on that bad I, boy. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do it. Let's just see what happens. I got a plus four. Thirteen. Don't make it. Okay. Um. So, I guess... Can I cast Dissonant Whispers if I can't see the thing? It says, one creature of your choice within range that can hear it. Do you think they can hear through a giant metal sarcophagus? We could hear them yelling. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Um, It gets a save against 15. Okay. Thirteen damage, and it takes half if it succeeds. What kind of damage is it? Psychic. Psycho damage? And if I got it all the way, it's got to move away from us. All right. It uses its chain legs to walk away from you, but (laughs) it drags Zapophis with it. I want to tell my fae servant to, I'm going to hand my fae spirit the key and have it carry it up to the top and put it in. Okay. It can travel 40 feet, and it can um, teleport 30. Okay. But the extra action it takes... So teleporting is an action, and it teleports and does its ability, but it can't teleport and then do an action. Or am I wrong? I mean, like, it can teleport and then do its mirthful thing, so... Oh, that's a bonus action? teleportation is a bonus action. Oh, my lord. And it triggers that effect. So your face spirit... Walks forward, teleports up, and unlocks the yellow door. The yellow one, yeah. And that keyhole starts blasting white light out of it. Aren't you guys glad that I tried climbing first, though? I was like, now I got two tries at this. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Quick, who has the last key? Nobody, because that guy stole it. No, there was four keys. Yeah, he took it off the ground. The other guy with the red one? No, that. so she opened up the red one. I had the teal. You had the yellow. There should be a third key. No, the base guy that left that he took the red from one. the four, he took the red one uh-huh. and he had the other key on his neck. He picked oh. it up and it no, took it with imp, him. And the imp took the purple one. Oh, sorry. The imp took okay. the purple one. So we only had two keys ever. I thought we had three. All right. All right. Well, it walks back to where it was and it slaps the fear bolt with one chain. Does a 20 hit you? Yeah. You take 12 damage. Roll a athletics or an acrobat X. I got an eight. Okay, you fail. So you're grappled now. But the other one is going to slap. Is it holding Denny? Yeah. Are you going to hit me? Like hit them with me? Uh, no, it's just using the one that's holding Denny as a leg. And it's switched one of the ones it was using as a leg to slap Windy. It also grew razors on it. Well, it tied that one in a knot. And now it's effectively shorter. <laughs> Got a stub leg. All right. Scrabber. Is my turn? Yeah. I look around the room. Are there any keys around? Nope. Oh, this seems seems dangerous. All right, I'll climb up to the top with my lockpicks. I got a five athletics check. You don't make it. I'm going to go over to where Apothis' leg is. Do I have enough movement to do that after trying to climb? Yeah. This thing's kind of hovering over the all of you. So Scrabber and Wendy kind of ran up to fight it earlier. I'm going to reach in between the chain links and then touch Apothis and cast 
cure wounds on him as a second level spell. Oh, thanks, man. And I'm going to use the little trick I learned on the road from a traveling paladin. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit by the power of this spell. I'll cure your wounds and make you well. And if you're nearby, I'll be your favorite guy. I'll heal you up quick with the secret paladin trick. For 20 hit points. Did you say 30? I I said 20. I kind of thought that... I didn't know how far down you were in hit points. I think I still had higher than the big guy's max, but it's okay. Okay. <laughs> you you got 60, right? I'm at 10. No, you, you're max. Oh, you got My hurt real bad? My max is 72. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize you got hurt that badly because I wasn't paying attention. Yep. All right. Yeah, I just keep getting hit by this leg. Uh, I really made a mistake then. Yeah, you kind of fucked up. It's okay. I just can't tell who's hurt. There's only one person in this podcast that was ever upset that their friends didn't heal the one they were supposed to. I can't tell when anybody's hurt because uh, it's so fucking boring to listen to this thing attack. Wow. <laughs> thanks. I'll spice it up a little bit. Apophis, on the beginning of your turn, it constricts you. You take seven, which is four damage. Slashing. I don't like being grappled. So I'm going to try to grapple it. You yeah. are grappling. Yeah, but like, I'm going to pull it down. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Post strength check. Yeah. Don't yell it because I'm going to probably use the parking inspiration. 21. Are you going to inspire? No. All right. You yank it down to the ground. It lands with an enormous clang. Did I hear a yelp inside? Uh, you hear something in Infernal. Nice. Does it let go of me? Nope. We're still grappled, so I'm going to try to like keep it down. Then that's the end of my turn. I'm not going to do anything else. Okay. Fearbulg, at the beginning of your turn, it constricts you. You take five damage, slashing. Now what? Yeah, uh, It's your turn. You tell me. Can I get out? Roll either an athletics or an acrobatics check. I rolled a 21. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right, you break free. Sick. Is that my action? Yeah. Okay, well then for my action, I got out. Can I move or will that yeah, you can move. provoke a reactionary hit? How does that, do I know that? It'll provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay, then I just stay there. An opportunity attack even. Okay, that's the end of my turn. Okay, Wendy. Um, I'm going to go over to the Fearbulg and cast Cure Wounds as a third level spell. You got a grizzly cut there It's laying your bone quite bare But if you come over here I'll cure all your wounds, don't you fear Eighteen hit points Thanks! And I will all inspire Scrapper. Hey you, you're pretty cool. And I think the world of you. So let's take a drink and give it a thing. This time your aim should be true. Nice, thank you. 
that's the end of my turn. I'm going to tell my face spirit to just chill. Take the dodge action if something tries to attack it. Okay. The sarcophagus continues swinging its chains at its previous targets. Windy, does a 14 hit you? No. Fearbolg, does a 15 hit you? Is my shield up? Are you carrying your shield? Always. Last I heard you had your shield out. Okay, 17. No. Okay. My turn's over. <laughs> Suck it, chain man. <laughs> All right, Scrapper, what's it going to be? I run over the fear bulk this time. I'm like, hey. And I say, Kevin, you don't cast knock on this last thing. And then I touch him on the shoulder and I cast Cure Wounds as a fourth level spell. If you've been hit. the power of this spell I'll cure your wounds and make you well 21 hit points thanks man what percentage of the max is that it can't be that high because I got two ones oh and I used my bardic inspiration paladins trick thing well and if you're nearby So that really means I rolled 5d8. Oh, whoa, what did I say? 21? It's 25 hit points. Wow. Nice. Thanks, man. Now don't forget to cast knock on your turn. You got it, bro. Apophis, at the beginning of your turn, the chains constrict. Cutting words. Oh, you can do this to damage, huh? So what, you subtract the die 8 from the damage? Yeah. Damn. 8 damage, which half of is 4. I was going to literally do that anyways. Like, just run my hand across the razor blades. Just for fun. Anything to keep the rage. It's well, an addiction. Yeah, right. <laughs> While I have it grappled, I'm going to try to, like, pull and wrap the chain around, like, other chains. Like, to get it all fucking tangled up, if I can. Okay. Yeah, I got 45 feet of movement, so, like, whatever I can do with that. Do you want me to roll, like, the strength check again or whatever? Uh, yeah, we're going to have to roll. I was gonna maybe do an athletics check. 27. 27? I got a nat 20 on it, yeah. Damn, all right. You just jump all around. You get all of the legs all tied up in one chain. All right, cool. And then, uh, I mean, at that point, can I just let go so I don't get hurt, like, on the next round? Well, it's still grabbing you. Like, Okay, that's fine. That's my turn. All right. The uh, All the chains get bunched up, and this thing is, like, really teetering and trying really hard to stand up on its chains that it's using as legs, one of which has a Leonin in it. Fearbolg. I cast Knock on the final lock. What gave you that idea? I thought of it earlier, but I needed my friends to help me heal first. When my crew needs through a door to I knock. You see, well, I'm not rude. I remove my broken The purple keyhole makes a loud clunking noise, starts shooting out bright white light. Then the entire sarcophagus, all of the seams of every edge of it start glowing. And then it erupts and all these giant wrought iron panels slam onto the ground. And then you see, popping out of it, a very surprised looking chain devil. And he says, in Infernal, does anyone speak Infernal? Mm -mm. No. 
No. In Infernal, he begins to monologue. I say very loudly and very slowly, we don't understand you in common. He seems very frustrated and bewildered. I say, you're welcome. We set you free. Wendy, it's your turn. So wait, we're not out of initiative? We're not just going to play a show for this guy? This guy is not interested in your music. Well, we don't know yet because we haven't communicated effectively. Yeah, somebody ask what his genre of choice is. Barbershop Quartet. Death Metal. Barbershop. Yeah, Death Metal. Barbershop Death Metal. (laughs) Um, I'm going to cast Tongues on myself and then ask him to repeat whatever he just said. (laughs) All right. That's stupid. We don't know what's happening. Sure. It's at the end of your turn. Yeah. All right. On his turn, he says, in Infernal again, but this time Wendy understands him. He says, you fools, you think because you have destroyed my invulnerable sarcophagus of death and destruction that you can defeat me? I'm still an all-powerful chain devil, and I will kill you all and send you all to the nine levels of hell. Can I ask him a follow-up question? Sure. Why did you have keys for your invulnerable sarcophagus? I believe in order and evil. None of that chaotic, demonic shit. This isn't trickery. There are laws, and they must be followed evilly. I translate for everybody as we go so they know what's going on. Ask him why he chose those colors for his keys. I didn't pick them. My designer did. Then he whips his arms and two of the chains that are on them extend to really long and they have those like hooks on them, but they're like the back. It's like a meat hook, but the back is like, uh, it's not like a meat hook. It's like those big, like when you hook up a trailer, there's like that big old like honking hook, but the backs are like sharpened. So they're like slashy hooks. Uh Oh, then the chains from the sarcophagus all continue attacking people. So the one that's grappling you, Denny, the backside of it slaps at you. Does number class 26 hit? Mm, like grazes me. Okay, well what about 22, which is actually what I rolled? Yeah, that'll definitely hit. You take 11 damage. So six? Yeah, you're already grappled, so it doesn't matter. One attacks the fear bulg. Cutting words. Does a 14 hit you? No. One attacks Scrapper. Scrapper can barely tell. Actually, I don't know. Does an 11 hit you? No. You never know with Scrapper. I'm not sure. I just don't know what's happening because it's so far away from me. I didn't have to move to miss me, so I'm trying to say. Does a 16 hit you, Wendy? Yeah. One hits Wendy for 12 damage and roll an athletics or acrobatics check against being grappled. 23. Where was that one when I was trying to climb the dang sarcophagus? Right. Then the devil says, damn you for ruining my invincible plan. And he flings both of these chains at the fear bulg. Does a 21 hit you? Uh Uh-huh. 
Take 13 damage and then roll against the grapple. How are all these chains flailing about hitting people when they're all tied up? Well, the whole sarcophagus fell apart, so the parts that were attached to the chains aren't holding. So now it's just like a, like a snake, like a bundle of like. Yeah. Yeah. 16 for the grapple. All right, it does not grapple you, but then it hits an armor class 21, which I believe hits you. Yeah. It deals you nine damage and then roll again to see if you're grappled. What's that say? 17. 17. Um, Whatever that is, plus six. I'm fine. You're not grappled. We'll never figure it out. This is an impossible arithmetic problem. Arithmetic <laughs> problem. All right, okay, Scrapper. Okay, 35. Whatever. <laughs> um, I guess I'll just go over and serve my function of healing the fear bulk again, which isn't going very far, right? Because that's where I already was. Yeah, yeah, you're standing there. All right, I cast it as a third level spell. I cast Cure Wounds. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit. By the power of this spell, I'll cure your wounds and make you well. For 22 hit points. Thanks. Apophis, who is still grappled, you are now constricted for 10 damage, which is 5. You get used to it. It's kind of comfy now, actually. Um, I'm going to try to break grapple. Okay. All right. Uh, athletics check for this. That works. Nat 20, 27. Yeah, yeah you're free. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to use my movement to walk over to the chain devil to try to like pull aggro off of um, the big guy. And I'm going to say... Are you the reason why that the you, did you burn down the chocolate factory? But so you're not you're going to not disengage and move. So the chain's going to attack you. I can't disengage because I use my action to break. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, sixteen armor class. All right. That's thirteen damage, which is seven. And roll either athletics or acrobatics. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Nice. Twenty-one. Okay, you make it. Cool. You walk over and you yell at him. And then he says, what? The chocolatiers burned down? No! <laughs> we have to band together as a team with you to find out who did it. It was a little guy with wings. I bet you he died in the explosion. <laughs> that sounds about right. We tried to punish him, but he's gone from this plane. I guess I'll just have to kill all humanoids to make up for it. You have to take us to hell to find him. Yeah, we need to avenge the chocolatier. You can't say chocolatier. You have to say... Listen, I'm behind his plan now. Like, we can do this if you want. This is like Doom Guy, but like, we go to the Nine Hells to find the <laughs> imp that ruined the chocolate store. You know, there are more chocolate stores. You don't have to like go destroy hell. Mm, we'll see. Hey, it's Denny again. What an exciting episode. I can't wait to see what Apophis and the gang get up to next arc. Anyway, I have some announcements here. Hey, Denny? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be in the next. You're not going to be in the next arc. Because you were just what? a guest. What do you mean? Like, we already recorded it without you. You, you recorded the next arc without me? Yeah, because you were just a guest for this one arc. You told me that this arc was a, like a tryout. No, I, don't think I, I don't think I used the word tryout. Yeah, it was like, this was like, oh, hey, man, come in, see if you fit with the group and everything, and then, like, we'll go from there. No, I said, we can fit you in this weekend as a guest. Are you, are you serious? I mean, but that was weekends ago. Like, we yeah. already did it. Yeah, 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 but, like... So I'm never going to be on Bardic Mystery again. No, I don't want to say never. Okay. You know. So like, like, yeah, some this next arc we could do. I'm free. Wait, no, next one is is you're not going to be on the next one. You just, can you? Like just, you're not a regular. Just stop, member. just stop the recording real quick. Hey, what do you What do you mean, dude?
No, I'm just saying you were a guest for this one arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're really glad you came on. Yeah, no, I, I, had, I had a lot of fun. This was great. And we, we're not going to pay you for it. What do you mean? Like we don't have, we're not like a small podcast. We don't have yeah, any money. Yeah, but you got like the Patreons. They send you in money and everything. Yeah, but there's not that many of them. Why don't you have a lot of patrons? You do these, you do these announcements every fucking week. What are you doing? Well, it's just like a for fun thing for us. Yeah, like I mean? every fucking week, you're like, oh, sign up for Patreon. We got the postcards and everything. Like, no, we why? Have, yeah, we have some. Okay, so I'm like, just saying, there's not that much money. I don't, I, yeah, yeah, no, forget about the money. I want to be on the. I want to be on the ep- episode. Let's do the episode thing. Yeah, but like, what's our like? We want to bring in other guests who have different projects to promote and things, and not just like some stupid book. Dude, this is bullshit. What do you mean? I don't understand why you're taking this so hard. Listen, I just, I freed up my schedule. I talked with my wife. Everything was fine. I just don't understand the big deal. Like, we fit. We had fun. I was doing the whole, you know, barbarian. I had a little drum and everything. It was great. Yeah, but like, it was good, but it's like over now. This is fucking, whatever, man. This, why, okay, fine, fine. What, you need to fix your announcements, too, because you say the same shit every week. Well, what else would I say? Do a fucking dice giveaway. Do a dice giveaway. That sounds great. I don't have, we don't have, I didn't talk to anybody to sponsor a dice giveaway. Just, you have like hundreds of dice right over there in the fucking cup. Just give them some out of the cup over there, that blue cup on the shelf. Why don't you take, like, take, like, take a deep breath. Nah, dude, this calm is, down. This, is, this is bullshit. This is bullshit, right? I wanted to be on Bardic Mission Tour so bad and I had such a good time and you told me I could come back next week and then you just record a new episode. Without me, dude. I can't put... Bardic Mystery Guest on my fucking resume, Brayton! Uh, okay, so thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, remember to check out our website, bardicmysterytour.com, for all the Dude, information. Can you, can you pass me my keys? What? There. My keys. Can you get me my keys? Thank, thanks. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, back to the show. All right, Fearbulg. I cast Conjure Animals, and I bring into this world, sorry. 30 cats. <laughs> 30 tabby cats. Listen, a house cat can beat a villager in three, so. Because they have a high armor class in evasion, so the chances of a villager hitting a cat is, like, nil, and the cat does, like, one damage, which will eventually kill a commoner who has, like, four hit points. That's amazing. A cat. Uh, it's a challenge zero. I get infinity cats. I think you only get eight. <laughs> oh my god. No, I get 16. How'd you become a crazy cat lady? <laughs> you just keep palling into the church. I learned this spell. Smother everybody. <laughs> and I can summon an infinite number of cats. Well, the secret is it's zero, and I this only works to one quarter. So zero to me means double a quarter. No, anything less than a quarter counts as a quarter. I think it's really interesting that you think that zero is twice of a quarter. I think it's infinity, but that doesn't seem logical. So I went with twice. You accidentally summoned so many cats that it like wrecks like the entire universe. Like the endothermic properties of the universe are destroyed. No, I I actually bring a saber tooth tiger in. How many? One. Okay. Is its name Tigra? Sure. You should bring a Bengal tiger and you should make it called Bengali. Well, I didn't have that option because I didn't go to the B's. I went to the S's. What's the saber tooth tiger's name from uh, Ice Age? No, from Thundercats. What's saber tooth tiger? Not Lynx, though. No, no, no. He's a Lynx. I know. That's what I was going to say. I think his name's Sabretooth. Hold on. That's stupid. I'm going to get him a better name. He's from X-Men. This guy. Oh, I forgot about him. Sabretooth. His name's Sabretooth. Yeah, summon him. He's a bad guy. 
Uh, I'm just going to call them Eocene. Why? That's when they started. Who started what? In our world, that's when saber-toothed cats existed. They started in the Eocene through the Pleistocene. Era. Oh. Epoch. Epic. It's epic, for sure. Anyway. Uh, it's pronounced Epoch. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us. Got 11 on his uh, timing. Timing? Like oh. Like when he comes initiative. in. Initiative. <laughs> All right. So he's um after me and before Wendy in timeline. So he gets to go now. Well, unless Emily has more that she And I say, fight that guy. And I obviously, yeah, I obviously mean that guy that we're fighting. He got a 15 to hit. That hits. What's he doing? He is attacking with his mean, nasty claws, okay? Right, slashing, slashing, slashing. 11 damage. All right, Wendy. I'm going to cast Shatter as a fourth level spell on this dumb devil. Wow. Your friends are going to be so upset. Why? Standing right next to it. Who is? I feel like there's an area. There has to be an area that I can cast it on it where it's not going to hit them. If he's standing right next to the Fear Bowl, Gopophis, and Epochus. Epochus. Eosius. I've been shattered before. Ephesus. Just do it. Uh, He's standing next to the Fear Bowl? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Did you move? I'm next to the chains, not next to the guy. He, gra- he grabbed you with his chain. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody's spread out. The chains are really long. I didn't think anybody was close to this guy. I, I definitely am. The two things that just melee attacked him are, I guess you didn't attack. You just walked up to him. He attacked the Fear Bowl. He doesn't have that much of a reach. You said they were super long. That's the only description you gave us for their length. The last we knew, the Fear Bowl was all the way at the end of one of the big, long honking chains off of the sarcophagus. And I'm standing next to the fear bulb. So I don't, I, we. Yeah, so you're also going to hit Scrapper. Way to rope yourself into it. Or I mean, chain yourself literally. into it. Okay, so there's no way for me to hit him with a shatter on his, like, on him and then, like, behind him and not hit everybody else. Yeah, I don't think you're going to hit him and not anyone else. Can you put it behind him? I can That's take what I was it. Saying. Wait, no, I think don't I should be that. able to put it behind him. <laughs> I can take it. I can take it. Don't listen to him. I, I all my spell slots do it. keeping him up. Do, do it. Honestly, you might be able to angle it so it only hits the tiger and the barbarian and the chain devil. Okay, I'll do that. Tiger enters fight. You're going to do that? Tiger exits fight. <laughs> I say run, Ephesians. Why don't you just, don't you have a plus one bow <laughs> or something? No, she has it. She's the sword. You're, sh- you're literally shattering your team? Yeah. You're going to give twice as much damage to your team as you are to the enemy because there are two of your teammates there. I saw that that damage. All right, Captain. Sorry, go ahead. He said do it. Yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. Do I get a save? He takes half damage. Yeah. And that tiger doesn't actually exist, you know? It's like a face spirit. It's going to fly away and live. Quite a clatter, stomping and raging about until we resolve the matter. But when we reach that point of no return, I'll end the argument definitively with a shatter. Uh, 
that's 20 damage. It's a constitution saving throw. Did you make your save? What's the DC? I got a 14. It's a 15. <laughs> All right, yeah. You still take half, though. Yeah, yeah. Your tiger makes a constitution save. You have to say Emily's name so she knows you're talking to her. Emily. Uh-huh. <laughs> the tiger has to make a constitution save or gets shattered. Actually, it's getting shattered. It can save constitutionally for half damage. I got a nine. <laughs> nope. Was it 20 damage? Yeah, 20 hit points. I already marked down 20 because I thought that I automatically got hit. Oh, all right. So that's the end of my turn. And what I'm going to tell my face spirit to do is I want him to attack. And after he attacks, I want him to use his ability. So first he's going to attack with a short sword. 18 to hit. Okay, that hits. Nine damage plus one uh, force damage. Okay. And then I'm going to have him use his bonus action of Mirthful. So he is going to make the devil make a wisdom saving throw against uh, 15. He made it. Nothing happens. <laughs> okay. That's the end of the phase spirit's turn. All right, the chains continue attacking. There's still one on each of you, even though the one that was on Apophis has to crawl like over to Apophis, but they're each attacking you. 18 armor class, Apophis. Yeah, it's... Nine damage, which is five, and then roll a anti-gravity, whatever. Anti-gravity check? Anti-gravity, yeah. We fucking knew it! <laughs> we called it! I get a 15 on my athletics check. All right, you're not grappled. Scrapper. 21 hits you. Yes. 16 damage, and then roll against a grapple check. I got a, an 11. You are grappled. I'm going to use my... Damn it. Windy. 21. Windy, you take 8 damage, and then roll a athletics or acrobatics. 15. And the big guy. Cutting words. Does a six hit you? No. You got an eight on your cutting words. It would have been a 14 otherwise. Still would have missed. Shouldn't have mm, used it. Shouldn't have used it. The chain devil steps back a little bit and points at the ground and fire fires out of his finger and he draws a large circle on the ground and he starts chanting something in Infernal, which only Windy understands. And he says, in my time of need, brother, come save me. Callis. The circle erupts with fire, and standing next to him is a bearded devil. Does it have a purple key around its neck? It does not. It attacks the tiger. Its beard, it hits armor class 17. That's a hit. Does 10 damage. Roll a constitution save. Are you two cheating over there? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Just ah. Emily's cheating. So what's the number? Was it before or after it was cocked? It was it was twenty one. All right, you but, passed. Okay, I couldn't tell. There but was this glaive, it hits an armor class eleven. It misses. Okay. He's still up. Way to go, Ephesius. All right, Scrabber. There are four chains and a chain devil and a bearded devil. When do I take damage? Is it on my turn? I take are you damage. Grappled? Yeah. Take seven damage. All right, I'm gonna bust out of that grapple. No, I'm not. I'm gonna slink out of that grapple. Ooh. Using that bardic inspiration from earlier. I got a 16. Uh, that gets out. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just tell me if that one I rolled on my Bardic Inspiration is the thing that got me out. Not quite. I uh, I guess I move... Uh, I don't do anything, I guess. All That's right. my action, right? Yep. All right, Apophis. I'm going to attack the Chain Devil. Okay. Recklessly. Wow. Does a 19 hit? Yeah. 16 damage. How have we made it this far in this combat and I didn't know it's armor class? You guys haven't physically yeah, attacked yeah, it yeah. yet? Got a 22 on that one. Armor class? Yeah. 13 damage. All right. You slash the chain devil right across its face and all of the chains that are hanging from its forehead fall onto the ground. It streams in pain as oil shoots all over the ground. Nice. All of the oil erupts in flames and they engulf the chain devil and it is sucked back to hell. When it's sucked back to hell, the bearded devil goes with it and all four of the chains from the sarcophagus fall limply on the ground. Oh my god, this dream is wild. That was like really easy. Yo, you're tough. Uh, I'm pretty tough, but I don't know. If, okay, yeah, I'm super tough. It's your dream, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like a dream where you're like the hero. Yeah, I am. I am the hero. That sure was a close one. Yeah, geez. Um, I want to look outside. Are all the buildings still all chained up? Yeah. Okay. But it's snowing harder than it was before. Is it accumulating? It's beginning to accumulate, and the sun is setting. I'm going to look outside. Is there a ship outside? Nope. All right, all right. Let's set these people free who are being crucified upside down. Oh, good idea. They were just hanging out watching us fight. This yeah. battle looks crazy upside down. I ask them how they are. Oh, I'm sure in a lot of pain. I can't help you in any way. They literally watched you heal like three times. I help one of them down. All right. And then I cast healing word. On me? Thank on, you. On the person I helped down. Don't waste it on NPCs. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing I thought, a joke. Have you ever played when Ed is the player and you're the DM and he heals everybody all the time? No. Do they say anything to us? We get them all down. Yeah, like, that's crazy. When you killed that chain devil or whatever the hell that thing was called, that one that he summoned disappeared. Maybe I all disappeared. I wonder if that means all of the devils from the whole town that he summoned disappeared at the same time. You think you can walk? What if one was flying a plane? I hope they didn't have anybody important in it. What's a plane? It's like a boat for the air. Whoa. I gotta get one of those. All right, let's go check out the rest of the town. All right, let's stay as one group so we don't get murdered. Yeah. Where do you go? The barber shop. <laughs> it's, it's burned it's down. smoldering on the ground. Any other store the musical that looks like instrument we need to rescue store. people. The coffee shop? The musical yeah, let's go to the coffee shop. Okay. The musical instrument store? Sure. All right, you go to the musical instrument store. There's this dude that's chained to the counter, and he's like, uh, hey, guys, what's up? Is the door chained shut? Oh, yeah, the door's chained shut. I pull on it. Can we, like, speak through the window? No. It's got a solid door. Can't see in. Don't worry. I know how to fix this. And I pull out my thieves tools. I got a natural 20. So 26. Staff picks the lock. I go, hey, man, there any devils in here? You asking staff? I don't know. And then I open the door and walk. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy behind the counter. He's like, oh, hey, guys. Hey, man. Oh, what's up? Well, uh, 
Were there any devils in here? There was until about a minute ago. Nice, nice. We helped that And just out. vanished in flames. How do we know you're not a devil? What's your true name? Jacobson. Listen. I look at the crew. Does that seem reasonable? I look at his yeah. name tag. It says Jacobson. He must be telling <laughs> he the truth. He wouldn't have been wearing a name tag if he was a devil. Somebody should tell you that. Um, I'm going to be honest. Every building we've walked into is burned down except for the church, so... Sorry about your business. Just beforehand. be careful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You Can got any electric bases for sale? Yeah. Any long scale bad boys? Yeah, baby. All right. First, I want you to tell us what happened in your town so we can say we solved a mystery. Oh, uh, one day we were just hanging out and then this devil showed up. The Cheney said, boy? I'm going to take this town. And then the leader of our town guard, McEllerman, tried to fight it off, but the chain devil killed him. You mean McKayon? McEllerman. Mm. I think it's a different dude. Who knows? There was no it's MC P in the last one. M C E L L E R M A N. Possibly a second N. When you wrote that down just now, was it because you were making sure you said it right or because it you just made it up right now? That was already written down. Don't look at my notes. Clearly this character has been like deeply thought out and like Ed knows all of his character traits. What and- kind of mustache does he have? Doesn't have a mustache. What kind of beard does he have? Doesn't have a beard. What kind of eyebrows does he I have? I said he's the hero of a town. You think someone can be the hero of a town and not be clean shaven? Is he, yeah. Uh, does he have eyebrows? Yeah. Nope. Shit. I said clean shaven. <laughs> does he have hair on his head? Nope. Does he have hair anywhere in his body? Nope. Does he walk around nude? No. How do you know that he has no hair in his body? This is like a statue of him probably. It's in the dossier. Where's that kept? I need to see this. Anyway, I bet you my family's still chained up where they work. Yeah, do you know like where all the keys are to these shackles so we can go free everyone? They don't have keys. They're just like hot welded together. Oh. Where does your family work? Well, it's a good point now that you bring it up. My sister and my mom don't work, so they're probably just a got enslaved at the chain factory. Okay. okay. My dad was a guard. He's dead. Okay. He's not, probably not working anywhere. The rest of your family's good then? Nobody worked at the weapons shop and nobody worked at the... Chocolate. 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 Chocolatea. Chocolatea. Oh, yeah. Good call. I can't wait to get down there and buy some chocolate. I oh, yeah. Talk. We better get you freed so you can go get some. Listen, and I heard elbow it's all hot chocolate big, uh, now. It's oh, all yeah. hot chocolate. Apophis stares at him with very sullen eyes <laughs> and he's like, there's no more chocolate. What? It's Someone bought it all? Got- no. I'll this tell you. I'll it tell you about it. I would have eaten it all, but it melted. Anyway, that devil that was here that had that purple key, he's the one, he kept playing songs and making me listen, but he was so bad at the guitar. It's really hard to listen to. Oh, man, we're a band, and so we could play a show if that will lift your spirits. Yeah, man. All right, well, let's figure out how to get everyone free so they can all come to a concert venue. Yeah. Oh, you know what we should do? It probably takes you days to unchain no, 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 no. I'm not even lying. Mr. Dude Guy. What's your name again? Johnson? Something sin. Jacobson? Jacobson. Jacobson. Yeah. Listen, Jacobson. I need your help. I need you to get amplifiers and angle them in four directions. A microphone. And I'm going to cast knock in the microphone. It's going to make every... The chains don't have locks. <clears throat> you should use that heat metal trick to try to, like, unweld Burn the them all alive? No, no, unweld the welds. Why don't we that's... just have you use your sword to chop this guy free, and then we'll go to the factory and get some, like, chain cutters. Like, you want me to, like, off his head? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Oh, uh-uh. just the chain. Oh, yeah. Just we gotta buy all his instruments. Uh, Why don't we use the hacksaw we talked about? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll use the hacksaw on. Oh, you've had a hacksaw this whole time? 
I mean, the celestial sword says in celestial. Can I hack him free? Yeah, it takes like, I don't know, 45 seconds. Okay, and then we tell him to go to the factory. No, we leave the big guy here with him to select a base, and we go to the factory. Okay, yeah, you do have to try like all the bases. Every single one of them. It's going to be a while, but don't worry. There's lots of people in the town to free. I'm assuming that at the factory where they make chains, they would also have something to like break a chain. So Yeah, probably like a delinkifier. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get some of those and bring them back with us. Yeah. yeah. And tell all the people at the factory they don't have to work anymore. Unless they want paid. Well, no, we just tell them that. We don't care about the reality of, this, of the statement. All right. So they do export chains. I was right. Yeah. Yeah. The whole realm gets their chains here. They usually make them at a slower pace. So we found out that they always make chains here. They didn't retool the factory for chains. It used to do many things, including chains, but it got retold to do only chains. But now it went back to doing like chains and like horseshoes and like lantern casings. You think this is going to be a thing where like they use the chains as like decorations, like like low riders with the chain steering wheel? And like, uh, you know, license plate covers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And someone should make gold chains too. You know, just to stay on theme. I don't think anyone wants to make chains ever again. Okay. In fact, they retool it to only make horseshoes. Well, not in one day. You know, not in one day. Like that old saying: Rome wasn't retooled to produce only horseshoes in one day. I think that's the saying. Hey, do you think we can play a show somewhere in this town? I asked a rant, just the open air, hoping that somebody answers me. Yeah, some rando standing nearby is like, I happen to run a venue. No, no way. We're part of Dream Lancer. Dream Lancer? I heard of you. I was trying to get a hold of your agent. Well, he's busy. Yeah, what number did you call? Uh, Just sent a message to Audot. Uh, he was out for a while. Because we were recording a Matrix. All right, well, so. let's do it then. Yeah. And then whatever. Some amount of time later after you free the entire city, they all get together. Like, probably not the same day because they, like, are traumatized and, like, need to, like, go home and sleep. Yeah, it's got to be at least one day later. Yeah. There were Chain Factory postcards, though. Oh, sick. I get one. Okay. I get Just stacked. one? Wait a second. This doesn't make any sense. Wait, you guys got to pick them up for me. I'm still yeah. picking out a base. We'll get them for you in the gift shop at the chain factory. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did I learn all about bases? Yeah, you know all about bases. Did he find me a long scale boy? Because I'm so yeah. tall. Yeah. Does it sound sick? Only if you play it well. Is my plus one fuzz Roll me a pedal performance check. Do good? 13. He's like, well, look, this one's good enough for you since you're just learning. Maybe I'll just get better. I'm used to playing without frets, you know? You want the fretless one? Yeah, let me try it on that. Okay. Ooh. No, you better take the fretted one. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. All right, he hooks you up with a base. Sweet, sweet. What color is it? What color do you want it to be? Wood. Wood colored. I want it's it like to that be... wood green. That's like that rainbow wood green, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. Really, what I want. Sick. Nice. And then we play a show at this venue, which has a name, but we're not telling you. It's not important enough to waste any time on.
performance check. 19. 20. 25. All right. Oh, quick study. You rock the socks off the venue. They're like, that's the best show we ever had here in Clendel. Yeah, buy our matrices on pre-order, though. Also, I hope none of you have horrible PTSD after this. And you make 2,000 gold on the show. Oh, yeah. How much was my base? Uh, 30-something. <clears throat> What's 2,000 divided by 3? We're not going to give any to this show. Should we just <laughs> divide it by 4? No, this is legit going to be a dream. I don't want to wake up with any uh, any money, so you're good. I think in the spirit of our game, you should share with him. Yeah, I think that you should get a quarter of it. And yeah. then you can spend it uh, on chocolate the next time. Oh, yeah, you definitely. give your, your quarter to me. Yeah, man, I'll definitely. Uh, how, how about this? Yeah, you guys give me the 500 gold, but then I'm going to pre-order. Since it is just a dream, I'm going to pre-order the music for 500 gold and give it back. Just be like, <laughs> okay. That goes into the band fund. Hey, Emily, remember when you got your new instrument, it was no longer a magical instrument. I got plus one fuzz pedal. That's right. You could put any bass in that. You're playing a washtub bass through a fuzz pedal? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh no wonder you wanted a new bass uh-huh that sounds way we, better now. is anybody keeping track has anybody been keeping track of the band fund nope i'll write it down on my paper so like when's that album coming out uh as soon as dornick gets back to Ottawa and gets it all produced we're sending it right out just give us your address like we'll mail it to you I like live on a ship okay yeah. What's the yeah, name what's the of the ship? Of the ship? Yeah. Uh, ship's name is Iroas Raging Smite, or the IRS for short. And make sure you write down all your names because we want to make sure it's addressed to all of them so it gets to you. Yeah. And from Scrapper Keyfist, I hope you have the best adventures of your life ahead of you. And more chocolate. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You're pretty rad. Okay. We'll address it to Apophis IRS. Care of. C O I R S. There you go. Yep. No, it's C, it's IRS care of Apophis. Don't you guys know how to mail? mail? No. No, no, that's not no. how it, are you, that's not how it works. Have you been mailing your family the wrong thing all the time for postcards? No, care of means the person. You said it to the person and the care of the entity that's between you and the person. Are you sure? Yeah. I've gotten stuff the other way in real life. Is this real life or is this just fantasy? Now I'm starting to worry that I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm right. I don't know. I've never like used care of. Yeah, Denny, thanks for playing with us. Yeah, man. Thanks for the a good invite. time. Yeah. I hope you get back to your regular world just fine. Yeah, like is he gonna go to sleep and then just like wake up and it really was like almost all a dream? It was a dream transportation sequence. Yeah, right now we're actually at the edge of the world, so that should be interesting. I find a bird. Do I find a bird? Yeah. All right, I cast it's a kite. Perfect. Is it a bird or a kite? I'm so confused. Yes. How appropriate. I cast Animal Messenger. Hey fam, nearly bit it this time fighting a nasty devil, but made it out with my band and actually got a new flare base. I cast it again on another bird. Is there another bird? Yeah, it's also a kite, but a different kind.
Okay, and I say, love you, miss you, going by Kevin now. What's a flare bass? That's a brand name. Oh, okay. Are the strings like extra long and all gnarly at the top? Like you don't cut them? They're extra long, but it's just because the whole thing's extra long. I meant like past the uh, tuning bits. Sure. Yeah, they got to get a little wiggle in there. That's how you get yourself in the eye, man. I've done that too many times. Or the headstock's headstock's wiggly. And the headstock's wiggly and purple. Ugh. Gross. And it only plays notes like... That's how I get such a good score when I play it. You have to like that sound. And Dream Lancer goes to bed so they can wake up in the morning and head off to the next town. With all their spell slots. Another devil is defeated, but is this the final one? Probably not. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Roll. I don't remember my initiative from the beginning. 20. Eaton Park. Park. (laughs) Plays for smiles. Epic. The second one was American. I said Epoch. Am I wrong? You're British. It's not wrong to be British. Yeah, go back to Britain. (laughs) But I'm not British. Then you're backwards. Listen, we say Epoch because it looks like Epoch. That's fine for British people. (laughs) It looks like a poach. I mean, yeah, but, you know. Well, the H is in the wrong place. It's called Effa. <laughs> it's called a fuck. <laughs> that's, no, Itali- that's, that's, that's Italian. That's what the French like to do. <laughs> <laughs>